Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number four of the Atlas Annuity Podcast. I am your host, Marty Becker, and the owner and founder of Atlas Financial Strategies in St. Louis, Missouri. In today's episode, we're going to talk about a myth that I hear repeated over and over again. Roger Spitz, in his book, The Definitive Guide to Thriving on Disruption, said, information, disinformation, misinformation, or data. We might not know what to call it, but we are certainly drowning in it, which is a perfect quote for today's episode, because all you have to do is Google the word annuity, and you're going to get millions of pages of data returned to you. And no one has time to sift through all that stuff, which is why in the beginning episodes of this podcast, we're getting back to just the basics and the fundamentals to what a safe money retirement strategy looks like. So one of the biggest pieces of misinformation out there is the belief that the annuity company is going to keep the difference between what the index returns and what maybe your cap or your participation rate is. Meaning if the index that you're tracking returns 10% and you have a 50% participation rate, your credit increase would have been 5% or your return would have been 5%. Myth is that the annuity company is keeping that additional 5% for themselves. And only if you just would have invested in the index yourself, you could have gotten that additional 5%. I hear this over and over again, and I want to set the record straight today. That is 100% not how it works. And the example that I gave in the last episode is having an index that has a participation rate at 100%. Or for example, if you're tracking an index that has a 150% participation rate, if that index returned 10% that year, you would receive a 15% growth rate. So in that scenario, what people are saying is that if you have a higher return than what the index brings back, the annuity company is going to come out of pocket to give you the higher return. If the index goes down and there's a loss, they're going to protect your money by coming out of pocket again to make up for the losses. That doesn't make any sense. And common sense would dictate it cannot work that way. And it does not work that way because no annuity company would be able to stay in business using that model. What's really going on here? Where does this magical math come from? There's nothing magical about it. It's just math. Now, very sophisticated math, mind you, but just math. And remember, all of this math is being done by actuaries. And I don't know if you've ever met an actuary, but these are some of the smartest people on the planet. I often refer to them as pediatric neurosurgeons who hate blood. Okay, so how does all this actually work? I'm going to keep this as simplistic as possible because there is a lot that goes on here. But basically, when you send your money to an annuity company, they turn around and invest the vast majority of that money, what's called a premium, into investment-grade bonds. Now, keep in mind, they are doing this with billions of dollars. So they can get a much better return on their portfolio than you or I could as individual investors. And they can hold on to those bonds a lot longer than you or I could 
as individual investors. So just to keep the math really simple, let's say that they're getting a 5% return on their bonds. So that would be $5 of return for every $100 of premium that comes through their door. With that 5% return, that money is getting divided into three separate areas. Number one would be operating cost. And that's the money that goes to paying their employees and paying for their offices and keeping the lights on and paying commissions to guys like me and every other expense that comes with running a giant corporation. The second place that return goes is their personal profit margin. And let's just say that's another 1%. Now, you could be thinking to yourself, why would an insurance company, an annuity company, go through all this trouble just to make a 1% return on their money? When you're dealing with $100 billion, that's a lot of money. That's a big return. A 1% return on $100 billion is well worth it. And then the third place that return gets split to is what goes directly to the opportunity for you. What they do is they take the remainder of their return and they buy call options on a market index for you. So the third place that money goes to is something called an options budget. And this is what directly benefits the clients. And again, I'm keeping this very simplistic for today's podcast. What is a call option and how does that actually benefit you, the client? The easiest way I can explain how a call options work is with a real estate example. So let's say you live in an area that there's a, a rumor going around, a, a very solid rumor that Amazon is going to open a giant distribution facility in that area. What that means is with a new project like that, with a new development, that's going to bring new jobs. With new jobs, that's going to bring new people. And with new people, that means there's going to be an increased demand for real estate. So in essence, all indicators are pointing to the fact that real estate is probably going to go up in value in that area. Okay, so let's say that about this development. And you're one of the people betting that real estate is going to increase in value. But since the deal with Amazon hasn't technically been inked yet, uh, it's still just speculation. How do you hedge that bet? Here's how. One day, you knock on my door and you say, hi, my name is Bob or Maggie or whoever. I would like to make you an offer. I will write you a check right now today for $5,000 with the agreement that I can come back at any point in time over the next 12 months and buy your home for what it's worth today. And let's say that's $100,000. And then you go on to tell me, hey, if I never come back, meaning if I never call on you again, you just keep the $5,000 and you never hear from me. So what you're doing is you're securing the option to buy my house at any point in the next 12 months for today's market value. And then I say, okay, sounds good. And I take your money and we'll see what happens. 
Now, there's really only two different scenarios that can happen from this point in time. So scenario number one is Amazon actually builds the facility and the value of the home increases to, let's say, 125000 So you come back, knock on my door again, and you say, hey, remember me? I'm here to call my option to purchase your home for $100,000. And then I have to sell it to you because I took your money and I legally agreed to do it. So I would keep the 5,000, you would purchase the home for 100,000 and turn around and then sell it for 125,000. So at this point, you have 105,000 into this deal and you're gonna turn around and sell it for a $20,000 profit. Now, the only other way that this scenario could play out is that Amazon doesn't build the distribution facility. And instead, let's say the state is going to build a prison. Now, most likely the value of that property is going to go down because most people don't want to live near a prison. So you would never come back to see me. I would keep the $5,000 but let's say the value of that home dropped to 75,000. Now, of course you didn't want to lose the 5 grand, but in this particular scenario, it was better to lose the 5 grand on the speculation than it was to buy the home for 100,000 and now have it only be worth 75,000. And this scenario happens every single day in the stock market. It's a very sophisticated form of investing, but this is exactly what the annuity company is doing with the rest of that return on their portfolio. So remember, if they got a 5% return on their portfolio and they took 2% for their operating cost and their personal profit, they took the other 3% and put it into the options budget to purchase call options on your behalf. So they're spending that full budget on the call options. And at that point, they really don't have a horse in that race anymore because they've already made their profit. And because they've already made their profit, it doesn't matter if the index goes up or down or sideways. It doesn't matter. Their profitability has nothing to do with how those indexes performs. And at that point, whatever happens from there, directly benefits you. If the index goes up, then you get the increase of the value according to your crediting rate. If the index goes down, then you are protected from loss. And that's exactly how the annuity company offers market-like returns without risking your money in the market. So it gives you the best of both worlds. Opportunities for growth with downside protection. And it's pretty brilliant when you sit and think about it. But here's a scenario that I often forget to mention that let's say you're someone who you like to track the stock market and you're into economics and things like that. You watch CNBC and Fox Business, all that stuff. Let's say that every indicator is saying that the, the indexes, the stock market, whatever is going to go down the following year. Now you can say, hey, Marty, can I just take that 3% 
that they were going to spend on the call options because I don't think we're going to get anything out of it. And I don't want to waste a year of getting a zero return. Can I just take that 3%? And the answer is, yes, you can. That's just what they call the fixed interest rate. And then every year, they will give you the option to do what's called reallocation. So you will get the choice to either track an index or take the fixed interest rate or a combination of both. I was actually going to get into how the annuity company actually sets the rates, the cap rates, the participation rates, but I've learned from personal experience that most people retain information better when it's just presented in smaller chunks. So we're going to save that for next episode. So I hope this has cleared up any misinformation or misunderstanding or myth that the annuity company is keeping any extra return over the cap rate or the participation rate. And just for a quick recap, the annuity company's profit has nothing to do with what the index does. They make their money based on their own personal bond portfolio that is invested with the premium that comes through the door. Part of that return they get on their bond portfolio goes to their operating cost, their personal profit, and then to an options budget, which is then invested in call options to benefit you directly. And that's how they get upside growth for you with downside protection from loss. Now, if you have questions or you'd like to see what types of annuities are available that could be appropriate for you, I want to encourage you to go to atlasannuity.com, atlasannuity.com. That will take you directly to my calendar page where you can book a short phone call to get your questions answered. And then you can also navigate to all my other information on the website, including my flagship video series, 20% More Spendable Income in Retirement. And if you found today's podcast helpful, please like the podcast, please subscribe to the podcast, please share it with someone that you may think will benefit from it. Our goal is to get this information out there and help Americans get back to the fundamentals of safe money retirement planning. Again, this is Marty Becker wishing you all the best in your financial education, and we'll see you in the next episode.